0: Here we go. It's Monday, November the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and you are listening to Law and Gospel. Law and Gospel on Mondays takes a look at the readings for the following Sunday, which is the 25th Sunday after Pentecost. We're going to be moving into Advent pretty quick. And the readings are from Zephaniah chapter 1, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we're going to be taking a look at the gospel, Matthew 25, beginning with verse 14. Now, you need to understand that in this chapter, the prior parable is about the parable of the 10 virgins and it begins in verse 1 then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins and then it goes on to explain in verse 14 jesus says for it will be like a man going on a journey so he's continuing the conversation what is the kingdom of heaven going to be like now there are three kingdoms of heaven there is the one on earth which is the holy christian church then we have the interim which is the time when a person dies and his or her spirit goes to heaven. And then finally, the kingdom of heaven occurs on the day of judgment, when the bodies are restored to the spirits and you live eternally in heaven. Now, this parable is about the kingdom of heaven here on earth, And it can be a very, very complicated parable, difficult to understand, as are most parables. It begins, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. So this is a man who's going to leave the area and he's put his property in the hands of his servants. To one he gives five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Now, the fact of the matter is the word talent isn't referring to some talent you have, like knowing how to play an instrument or knowing how to sing or taking care of people. No. A talent was a monetary unit worth about... 20 years' wages for a laborer. So a denarius was a day's worth of labor. A talent was really quite a bit. 20 years of wages. One received 10. I'm sorry. Yes. And one received 5. Another two, and another one. Then in verse 15, then he went away. Now, we got to remember that the kingdom of heaven is being described about Jesus. Jesus is a man who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. Where did he go away to? Well, he went away to heaven. He ascended. Remember the big shuns, his incarnation, his crucifixion, his resurrection, and then finally his ascension to the right hand of God. Now, he who had received the five talents went at once, and he traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came in order to settle accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you deliver to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Now, this is talking about going into heaven. The man had made five talents more from the five talents he had been given. He also, who had the two talents, came forward saying, Master, you deliver to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. And his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Now the word joy is kind of an attitude that you will have when you go to heaven. You will be in perfect bliss. And when you're in perfect bliss, you will have great joy. Now, why are those who had five talents and two talents entering into heaven? Because they Doubled the number of talents that they had. So, the question it appears from this parable will you have enough talents from what God has given you in order to get into heaven? Because, look what happens to the man who had received the one talent. He came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. Now, doesn't that seem to make sense? If the master is a hard person, you sure don't want to lose that talent. And he could have lost it by trading. Well, we know that the economy goes up, it goes down. Was he not wise to bury it? and keep it for the master? That's what he says. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You know that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I scattered no seed? then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has will more be given and he will have an abundance but from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow, what a parable. Do you understand it? Do you understand that when Jesus went to heaven, he left you with talents? And it seems that he expects that you will double those talents. So what is this parable really talking about? Well, if you're in the world, the word talents means that God wants you to do good works. And the more good works you do, the better off you will be with God. But it is clear from the Bible that no one is saved by God because of their works. In other words, good works are not something that occurs prior to your being saved. Good works occur after you are totally saved. So on the day of judgment, We're taking a look at an individual who is not saved. And he is not saved. Not because he doesn't do good works. But because he has not doubled his talents. So what is this talking about? Well, you see... Part of the task of a pastor is not to explain what the original Hebrew and Greek in the Bible means or Aramaic, but part of the task of the pastor is to explain the English. When the man who has five talents makes five talents more, Listen to what the master says to him. Well done, good and faithful servant. And then he continues. You have been faithful over a little. What is that talking about? It's talking about Christianity. In Christianity, a person goes to heaven not because of any good works that they're doing, but because of their faith in their master, faith in Jesus Christ. What's the faith that he's talking about? Well, at the beginning of the parable, The master is going on a journey and he calls his servants and entrusted to them his property. In other words, yes, he's going away, but he's also coming back. The one who has five talents and two talents, they trust his promise that he will return. So they take what they have been given and use it in order to give honor and glory to the master. And they do that in what's called the life of sanctification in the Holy Christian Church. When God returns on judgment day, the man who buried his talent. And remember, a talent is worth 20 years of labor. He did not trust that the master would return. And therefore by hiding it in the ground, Nobody knew that he was part of the master. Therefore, he was keeping the money safe, not for the master, but for himself, that he could use to his own interests, in contrast to the man who got five talents or two talents. This is talking about the life of the Christian inspired by the Holy Spirit, desiring to do good works for God, not in order to get to heaven, but because Jesus is going to be returning to take us into the joy of heaven. It's the life of sanctification that's being talked about. God is not going to be sending you to heaven because you doubled the gifts that he had given you. No. He's going to send you to heaven because you were faithful in believing that he was going to return. And in that faithfulness, you trusted his promises. And... Because of that trust, you were able to do things for the kingdom of God. What kinds of things? Like attending church regularly, or Bible class, or reading your Bible at home, or bringing your children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. This is the Christian life. This is being faithful to the return of Jesus Christ. So, like the parable of the ten virgins, remember five of them went to prepare for the wedding but did not bring extra oil with them. And therefore, when the bridegroom came, they were not ready to enter into the wedding feast at the same time as those who had extra oil. And so while they went to get their oil, more oil, of course, the wedding feast was taking place. And when they returned, they said, open to us the doors. But Jesus answered, truly, I say to you, I do not know you watch therefore for you know neither the day nor the hour watching means to continue to trust in the promises of Jesus even though there's no evidence for them except his word as found in God's Bible So that's why the parable of the talents continues next. And unfortunately, the word talent is thought by many people to refer, well, God gives me certain gifts, and he wants me to double those gifts so I can get into heaven. No. He wants you to be faithful to what he has left you. What he has left you is the Holy Spirit and the motivation to follow his will. It's the life of sanctification. The man pretended to hide the money for the master's return, but he was really unfaithful in not believing that the master would return, because at least he could have put the money in the bank and earned interest. But that would have become known that this was the property of the master, not his own. And he could therefore not have stolen it. But this man wanted to use it in the way he wanted, rather than in the way that God wanted him to live. Do we not see that in the United States? We see many people living in incorrigible sin, doing things that are contrary to the will of God, according to the Bible. They're doing their own thing because they don't have faith in Jesus Christ. It's the final judgment which is continued after this parable of the talents. When the Son of Man comes in his glory And all the angels with him. Then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before will gather before him all the nations, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and he will place the sheep on his right the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he gives the reasons what they did in his life. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Now remember what the sheep say. Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them. I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brother, you did it to me. Wow. And then what does he say to those on his left? Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And then goes through the various items when they did not really feed him, give him drink, etc. This is not saying that just because an unbeliever feeds the hungry or gives drink to the thirsty, that they are saved. Because they do not have faith, they are not motivated by the love of Jesus Christ. They're doing it for their own selfish reasons, to make them look good in the eyes of others. They're doing just what the man Who buried his talent is doing, he hides it because he does not have faith in Jesus. The parable of the talents, it's not about good works getting you to heaven. It's about doing the good works of Jesus Christ because you are already on your way to heaven because his cross paid for your sins, and heaven is your home. A wonderful parable, the parable of the talents. Watching over us, that we remain faithful to Jesus Christ, which means we trust his promises. And when we sin, we repent of that sin in grief and sadness over what we're doing to Jesus. Ask for forgiveness and we receive it. That's the good news of the parable of the talents. I'm Tom Baker. Join with us tomorrow. When we'll be taking a look at a hymn. The day is surely drawing near, talking about that day of judgment, when God will take you to heaven by grace, through faith, not on account of your works. Until then, God bless you.